The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. Megan, the moment we've been waiting for is finally here. Yes. On this week's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Brandi Glanville revealed that she and Denise Richards hooked up. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had a lot to say about the alleged relationship in the latest installment of BravoTV.com's exclusive after show. Despite their rocky history, Kyle explained why she wasn't surprised by Brandy's story. That's right. She said Brandy can be, quote, a real asshole sometimes, but she's not someone who, quote, invents stories. And Teddy also weighed in on whether she believes Denise really trash-talked all the ladies, including that cheap shot about Teddy living in her famous dad's shadow. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after show is available every Wednesday on BravoTV.com and Bravo's YouTube channel. Let's take a listen. So Brandy revealed to you some pretty surprising information about her relationship with Denise. The first night I was there, like we just had a good night, we're hanging out. And then the next night we got really drunk and we were just so up and it was just like, we kind of hooked up, we hooked up and then- Who's we? Denise and I. Like kiss? Like everything. Did you hear anything about this before that night? Kim had not told me prior to that. So I didn't know anything about that before that. I mean, nobody cares, you know, you know, what two people, adults decide to do or, you know, allegedly did or whatever you want to say. So it wasn't even about that. But of course, you know, when you hear it, you're a little bit like, Oh my gosh, that's, you know, you're a little taken aback. (laughs) I was uncomfortable. The kids were downstairs and we were in the loft and there was no door. And I just couldn't get into it. And the next day she just said to me, she's like, no matter what you do, you can't tell Aaron. He will kill me. The part that resonated with me is Brandy seemed hurt. She was talking about Denise, like Denise, like this beautiful woman was interested in me. And, you know, it really felt to me like somebody who had been hurt and didn't know how to handle it. It wasn't necessarily like, 
uh, why it didn't seem like she was making up a story. It seemed like she was hurt and telling the story because she was hurt. What happened after that? It was kind of like I never really existed, but then she would text me and stay in touch to make sure that like everything was kosher. I never wanted to see her in that way again. Right. She made me believe that I did something wrong. And then I had a breakdown and I told Kim and Kim's like, she tricked you. And I'm like, no, and I was ashamed of it. I don't know, I just felt horrible. Kim kept saying, uh, you know, she is, Brandy is really hurt because the one thing that Brandy really prides herself on is not being a cheater. Oh, you're the girl that has sex with my husband. Brandy, I couldn't use to date her husband. I'm sorry, like, God. Don't cry, really, I because I'm, I lost my family. I, I lost everything that I had. So if anyone's gonna cry here, it's not gonna be you. And so the fact that Denise has made her out to feel like a cheater because Denise told her, you know, Aaron can never know, blah, blah, blah. Now all of a sudden, the one thing that Brandy has prided herself on, now she feels guilty about. And I feel like Kim was protecting her friend in that moment. Like, I know her and she isn't a cheater. So this week, Brandy tells you a little bit about her history with Denise. She invited me to go to her set in Northern California to do my podcast. She really wanted to hang out a lot and she's like, just come here. And I was like, okay, I'll just go there. We just like, we kind of hooked up, we hooked up. And then- Who's we? Denise and I. What did you initially think of Brandy's stories? I never thought Brandy was making them up. All I know is that they, you know, were friends and you know what i i'd seen pictures of them on instagram you know together when when this you know incident you know uh allegedly happened and then it sort of made more sense of why she was so nervous coming to yeah. the children's hospital event she's good yeah yeah i'm a little nervous i don't know why because i was like why is she so nervous when she's literally was on the show for years and the camera's like what's the big deal but now, now it made more sense. I mean, listen, Brandy and I have had our issues. Um, and for lack of a better word, she can be a real asshole <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I just, I don't see her to be someone who invents stories. I really don't. I mean, that, that was never our issue. You know, even the stuff that she like had said back in the day about the, the tabloids and this and that. I had the tabloids at my house, but we're not. She put it in my luggage because she needed to bring this. And I said, I'm not bringing that. And she put it back in my luggage. I'm such an idiot. She was not saying that she believed those things in the tabloids. She was, you know, bringing them up to, you know, create a havoc in my life. But she even said, I don't believe them. I know that, you know, for a fact, someone I spoke to had said it was made up and blah, blah, blah. But I just don't see her being um, a liar. So when she said that, I just... I figured, okay. Even though it was sort of like salacious, I wasn't surprised actually. So Brandy's claims about what Denise said behind your backs left you pretty shocked. I know that was hard to talk about, but I also feel like they needed to know who they're dealing with. I don't know what to say right now. Maybe it felt good to talk to somebody I mean, else as well. I mean, I don't feel good right now, but and now I have to like look at this chick that like blatantly hates me. Give me that's like the least of the words right now. I know, but also we're going on a trip with her. This is sort of like a weird thing to sort of address. Obviously, I knew my sister Kim was coming. 
Um, we didn't know that, you know, Brandy was coming and what was going to be um, told to us. So the issue with um, Denise was about the stuff that was said about the group and all of us. What you see is not what you get. She doesn't like you at all. At all. She's said horrible things about you. You're obnoxious. You'll do anything to be in this group because you've lived under your dad's shadow your whole life. And you, it's, it was just like, just mean. So when you heard that Denise was saying these things about you guys behind your back, what was going on in your head? I mean, for me, it was, I wish she would have said those things to my face because I gave her ample opportunity to do so. Where do you want to go from here? I want to go if something's bothering you with me, tell me. If I already told you. Yeah, so great. I even said to her, please tell me what you're feeling, what the situation is, because I feel this tension and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, I'm good. You know, and I think that I wasn't shocked that she had been saying things about me. I was just shocked at the things that she actually said. Because to say that I'm desperate to be in this friend group or that I've been living in my dad's shadow or any of those things, I just thought it was it was not necessary. Like if you have a an issue shot. with me, yeah, it was a cheap shot. If you have an issue with me, have a real issue with me. But I've never used my dad to get out of an argument with a friend or to any of those types of things. Like when people go to attack me on Twitter, those are the things that they say. But anybody that really knows me knows that like the last thing that I do is like try to live in my dad's shadow. I've worked my entire life. I've, you know, I, since I was 17 years old, been working out here. You know, I started in the mailroom at CAA. Like I have worked my butt off and I'm really proud of myself. And I take pride in how hard I've worked and the life that I've created for myself. Like hell, I don't even have a trust fund. I have, you know, like I have a relationship with my dad, but that's it. And I've never once used it to leverage my situation in this group. If you have heard me talk about my dad, it's because He's probably called like, well, he's your dad. I mean, that's normal. I talk about my family because they're my family. They're my family. And like Kyle's met my dad, all of these things. But like, I'm not using it to get some platform and to say desperate in this friend group is to say the same thing. Like I'm desperate to be on this show for somebody who has kids with celebrity parents. I just thought it was a really a low blow. And I think that you know, coming from somebody that has kids that are going to grow up with that same cheap shot, it wasn't cool. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Camille's conversation with you is getting more and more awkward. No, it went on forever. What month are you in? I am six months next week. Yeah. You don't look so Oh, thank you. <laughs> to be honest, if you don't have to go through the pleasantries with me. I know you don't no, like no, me, no, so no, we can no, just no, leave I it think... with just like, hey. I actually, I don't really trust what you have to say. I really wanted to have a conversation and be very honest with Camille because Camille can twist things in her mind sometimes. You just I can't come to it. it. Wait, I'm just, I don't know why you just yeah, can't come to it. I, you're such a f liar, Camille. And I know what it feels like to be wrongfully accused and humiliated all over the world, the country, the world for lies. This is truly a setup. This is truly a setup. Did I'm your done. own What are you talking on. about? Is she on something? I wanted to be very direct. Camille, I do not need this from you. I don't. And then they kept being like, well, Teddy, you can accept a compliment. Wave and keep it moving. You, you just don't want that compliment. I don't need it. Okay. Like making it like I'm insecure or not able to accept like you look nice. And it wasn't about that. It was about I don't need compliments from somebody that I don't know, I don't trust, that I'm not interested in having that relationship with. So they were flipping around what I was saying to be something else. Um, and then Denise chimes in with her, oh, well, Teddy's not as forgiving as I am. I'm sorry, and I know time heals. It's I'm nice to have, see you. Good to see you. Okay. Mike, I bye. Know. <laughs> bye. I'm a little more forgiving than this one. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. She needs her time. I respect that. I need a little that. time. Well, golf claps for you, Denise. You are perfect once again. <laughs> Anyways, like, what skin do you have in this game, Denise? What is your reason for doing it? I'm trying to have an honest conversation with Camille and say, hey, I don't need that from you. You don't like me. You've made that abundantly clear. Let's just take our own sides and hey, good to see you and keep it moving. We don't, I don't need the small talk, you know, that, that makes it fake. And it's not about not being able to accept a compliment. It's about like, why spend your time faking it with somebody that's gonna end up turning it around anyway? So what was it like when Brandy showed up at your fundraiser? Cheers. Wait, wait, wait everyone else gets, hold on. <laughs> That's not fair. You have the moment right now to say, we just got married and I love her vagina. Wait, wait, what? Wait here. Well, listen, Brandy's known to be uh, a party girl. She admits that herself. Um, I mean, she wrote a book about it, for God's sakes, drinking and tweeting. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, I think that she took it extra far that night. She was so nervous about the cameras and this and that. And I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, you, you've you been in front of the cameras for so long and you know, you know everybody here, we're here to have fun, blah, blah, blah. I had really only met Brandy twice. So I had met Brandy at like an event once and then I, she did my podcast. That's, that's as far as I knew her. And then when I saw her at Kyle's, she said to me right at the beginning, like, oh, I was nervous to come here tonight, so I drank too much getting ready. But then I didn't see all the other stuff because I was forced to talk to Camille for decades. And babies are good luck. Did you say they're good luck? They are. People used to say that to me all the time. 
It's a lot <laughs> That's of work. Pretty amazing. It's a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's very re rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't see. I wasn't there when the stage thing happened. I remember she tried to dance with me on the dance floor at Kyle's event, and I think she was trying to take me down. And she's very strong. But I was like, mm-mm, I am not gonna fall on the floor. This is not gonna happen, not tonight, Satan. No, stop dancing with me like that. Were you shocked by Brandy's behavior? Well, no, not from Brandy. I mean, she's come to my Christmas party before in an, a really naughty elf, like girl elf costume thing. There was a lot of boobs coming out and like really high heels and a lot of legs and like was making out with some guy in my tent. And she was maybe, um, was maybe overserved that night as well. So, but you know, I'm I'm a drinker too, so I don't it doesn't bother me. She's fun and then also like cringe. It's like fun and then all of a sudden you're like not fun anymore. Not funny. Abort, abort, abort. Like you just want to tell her to calm down. You know, she gets so excited or needs a lot of attention. I don't know what it is, but yeah. She's, that's how she is. So I really think that um there was a lot more going on in her mind than I even realized. So she she drank she drank a lot that night. What can I say? I mean, um, I should not be laughing, but I mean, we can laugh about it now. It happens to all of us. We're going to bed. We're going to bed. I hate it's every night, night, night. Oh, sorry. We're going chip. night night. We're going night night. No, we're not having a chip. <laughs> Dorit, you have like a huge background, obviously in the um, business side of fashion. So what was it like this season seeing Erica's shoe collection get launched? I mean, we have shoes hanging from the ceiling. Oh, look at that. Oh my God, that is right. so fun. I really enjoy it. It's a space that I've been in for a long time and I love it. Also, I know what goes into doing it. So I can, I have like a, a vast appreciation for anyone that's going into this business because I know for what how it entails. hard it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard. You don't wiggle it's your nose. It's months and months of design. Yeah. So if I have any knowledge that I can pass on or I can help any of my friends and they go into that sector with pleasure. So I love it and I, lo I love watching the girls create and, and doing different things, you know, so it's, uh, it's fun for me. Well, I think like, you know, Dorit really understands this because she's a designer. Um, bringing your vision to life is really cool. And anytime I get to work with shoots and create, it's a pleasure. And it shows in her collections. Thank you. It really yeah, it's does. It's fun. And and the girl that you showed up wearing the shoes, I mean, thank you from the bottom of my heart because you didn't have to. Because let's be honest, you have Louboutin, you have all the best shoes in your whole closet. But you know what? The lady showed up and wore my shoes. Absolutely. And I'm appreciative of that. Love because to that's what girls do. Yes. Damn it. You I know? love to support it's what I friends love it. too. Yeah. And you give a toast, um, thanking everyone for being there. First off, thank you to everyone, my friends, and everybody that came out tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be me. And I can't believe this is a, a change. <laughs> Make you guys enjoy, have some drinks. Thank you all for coming. Yay! What do you mean when you say, thank you for letting me be me? Well, thank you for letting me be me. Thank you for letting me express myself and be myself and not feel so pressured into being you know we as women we're people pleasers so 
I'm really appreciative when people accept me for exactly who I am, good, bad, and different. And these women that I have years-long relationships with, I appreciate their friendship. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. We all speak to each other when we need each other outside of the show. I mean, that is true. And, you know, we're in a unique experience. It's, it's almost... You almost don't understand it unless you've done this and there is a bond that goes with that even with people that you may not get along with or that you may have differences with and so thank you for letting me be me and remember watching bravo isn't a guilty pleasure it's self-care let's keep the conversation going we want to talk to you all week long you can find us on instagram at bravo daily dish and on twitter at bravo tv just don't forget to use the hashtag bravo daily dish or reach out to us personally i'm everywhere at meg segura and i'm everywhere at eric j mack that's e-r-i-k and if you're on facebook join the daily dish facebook group You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out. You can also learn more about the podcast at bravotv.com. Bye, guys. Bye. Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me one more time. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Bing! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have a crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. (laughs) Judy Justice. Only on Freebie. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the Wayback machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts